Welcome back. This has turned into an almost jazz show, but I'm having Dennis DeYoung on later, so uh, he's not really jazz. One of my favorite performers in my long musical history of this town is Libby York. Uh, Libby is now in... Where are, Libby, where are you anyway now? Where <laughs> hey, are you? Rick, you're one of my favorite performers as well. <laughs> <laughs> well don't call this I'm performing. Huh? <laughs> Pardon me? I'm in Chicago. Yeah. You're back. You're back. I'm here. I'm back. I'll be based here the next uh, several months at least. So I'm. Well, you're playing. You're playing on May 18th at the Epiphany Center for the Arts. Have you played there before, Libby, or not? I have not, but I keep hearing what a beautiful space it is, and uh, the musicians love working there. There's a beautiful piano, and and it's going to be live streamed as well. So that'll be real fun. How has it been these last two uh, pandemic years for you, Libby York? <laughs> I mean, performers and audiences alike were not happy with no live uh, music, live theater. Yeah, it was tough. You know, it forced us to, I think, go inward and decide if this is what we really want to do, which uh, I kind of came out of it with... with uh, Newly energized uh, focus. You really? Know, how did how did stuff. how did that happen, Libby? Where did that energy come from? Because I know a lot of performers have and they haven't quite given up yet, but they've 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 tired of the uh, loneliness that has been the last two years. What what did, where did you find energy in this in this uh, span of time? Gosh, good question. I guess just from the music and the joy of making the music and working with great musicians and, uh, you know, the absence of that made me realize how important that is for me. So, uh, well, in a that's way, great. Your, your story good. is your story is one of the most charming I've ever encountered with any performer anywhere i mean you sort of grew up in a house that was filled with music but without any great musical influences as a child uh, but you 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 loved it and and your parents your mother and father uh played the piano and sang and they they taught you that musicians oh, this is lovely you once told me that they taught me that musicians were to be respected uh, to be respected, but but they, they they might have taught you that wow, being a professional musician, you'll make no money, Libby. You'll make no money. Well, uh, they 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 might have told me that ahead of time. I guess would have been good. But yeah, they both went to Northwestern and played piano and sang. And my dad uh, would sit in with some of the big bands that came through town. And uh, the family story is that Bob Crosby's Big Noise from Winnetka was written about my dad and his friends who would hang out at the huddle. Uh, oh, how and, neat. And, uh, you know, would drink a few scotches and make a lot of noise while the band was trying to play. <laughs> who knows? It could be true. <laughs> well, you've been in enough nightclubs, you know, that's still true some days. Yeah. You know, I always right. love the fact, too, that your father wrote a, a nightlife column for a thing called the Purple Parrot in Northwestern University Student Humor Magazine. You got married. You fell in love. You you went to, well, before you fell in love, you went to Sullivan High School. Then you majored in political science at the American University in Washington. Then you worked on a few campaigns. Did you get just sick of politics, Libby? Is that what drew you away from from that strange, increasingly strange world? Yeah, I worked on, a, I think I worked on the McGovern campaign, and 
you know, I'm still very interested in in what's going on politically, but I, I yeah, I just didn't have the stomach for it. It's, yeah. a, it's a tough bit, you know. Well, so, so you didn't, didn't last long in that. But then you got in an equally crazy tough business, the restaurant business, opening a uh, a restaurant that still is in business called the Back Porch Cafe. That you enjoyed, yes? Yes, that I enjoyed, and uh, it's pretty amazing. It's uh, in Rehoboth Beach, Delaware, and it's still there 47 years later, and it's kind of the grand dame of fine dining at the shore. Uh, I was just there uh, a couple months ago, and it's still a beautiful restaurant, so that was worth doing. But, uh, you know, talk about hard work. And uh, I was already then taking the bus to New York to go be a jazz singer after five years. So. See, th- that is one uh, of the bold moves. I mean, you were you were not, you know, 19 years old. You were uh, older than 19, right. and you decided, well... <laughs> Yeah, well, stop that. Uh, you decided, well, okay, I'm going to go become, I'm going to get into an even, I was in politics, then I was in the restaurant business, and I'm going to try even harder business. I'm going to yeah. become a, a jazz, a jazz cabaret-like singer, but you did it. You lived for a summer in a sublet in Greenwich Village, and uh, there was nothing in there except a piano and a bed, and you... you yeah remember all this stuff we've talked about i do i mean as i told you yours is one of the uh most sort of fascinating biographies that that i know you 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 had told me i think that you did some gigs before you even knew what was going on knew what you were doing and then started then started taking vocal lessons and and uh and and made a life for yourself, made a real life for yourself in what is an incredibly, incredibly hard business. Did you and Libby York, are you still, do you feel, again, coming out of this pandemic, uh, you told me once, I think, that you ever felt as as one who was growing with the music and growing as an artist and growing as an interpretive artist you still feel that way absolutely more more than ever i think um you know i have a new cd coming out uh, later this summer and uh uh i guess if you love what you do that's that's the hook you know that's the thing that you just want to keep doing and i feel blessed to have found something that i feel that way about you know. Well, I love. And, I, yeah, always learning. You know, you're always learning. Well, not not everyone. Not everyone is uh, dear. <laughs> how how is your how have your and I, again? This is a difficult question to answer because we're coming out of the pandemic. But how have your live performances changed through the years, Libby? I guess a lot of it depends oh. on on the venue. Yes. Yes, but I think so much of it is just within, from within yourself. You know, the the more confident you get, the more relaxed you are on stage, and the you know, like anything else, the more you do it, you hopefully improve. Um, and so I enjoy it more than ever because I I feel like I've been doing it 
for a lot of years, and I'm finally getting the hang of it. You know, <laughs> so. you're not only going to be at the Epiphany Center for the Arts on May 18th. Uh, in June, on June 8th, you'll be at Winter's Jazz Club. That is a place you, you really enjoy. Then August 26th yes. at 4th Press on Michigan Avenue. And then Winter's again yes. in September. Do you expect that this uh, calendar will fill up even more once you uh, once you make people aware of the fact that you're back here? Would you love to perform? I, I think so. I would like to perform as much as possible. I've got a couple things uh, in the irons in the fire in New York, maybe go back to Mesro, which is a club I love working in the West Village, um, and then uh, yeah, I'll be I'll be filling in some more dates uh, as the summer goes on, which is great. Good. Libby also has a wonderful website, which is simply and perfectly LibbyYork.com. We got to take a little break. I'm going to come back and talk more with Libby about. Uh, her affection for Chicago. I think you once also. I'm just testing my memory here, Libby. You once told me also that, that. Yeah, just making sure that that having COVID didn't destroy my mind. Uh, that uh, you 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 love Chicago, and Chicago is always with you in song. And I want to I want to talk more about that and what that what that actually means. So we'll take a little break. Come back. Talk more with Libby. And hear Libby York sing. Libby York is back in Chicago, and that is reason to celebrate. You can go hear her May 18th at the Epiphany Center for the Arts, on June 10th at Winter's Jazz Club, at on August 26th at the Fourth Presbyterian Church, again in September on the 15th at Winter's Jazz Club, and then if you feel like you can fly to Delaware in October to hear her uh, at her old uh, home of her old famous old restaurant. But Libby York, you once told me when I sing, I bring all of my life experiences to a song, and that includes Chicago, which is always home. What does that mean, Libby York? I mean, you, 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 do you know what I mean? I know you're a yeah. Chicago. How does Chicago play into your – and part of it is your interpretive gifts, too, in, in addition to just the, the vocal presence of your singing? Well, you know, it's funny. I was just in my mind a couple of days ago thinking of the lyric to My Kind of Town, and it's, each time I roam, Chicago is calling mm. me home. Mm. And it's true. I've lived a lot of places and traveled a lot, but, uh, you know, growing up here, uh, I think we've talked about the fact that I listened a lot to the Frank Derone records. Um, Frank was, was a big, yeah. Frank school. was a big influence, and then later in life, meeting meeting his, his wife Joan was a huge. His wife Joan, who passed. Oh, I miss her. Yeah, but you know, just growing up and and I used to listen to Jack Eigen on. Oh my on God, Paris. Yeah, <laughs> old time radio, old time radio, <laughs> old time radio, and the whole thing about a nightclub. You know, it seems so exciting late at night and. Uh, my mom would say, turn off the radio and go to sleep. <laughs> and uh, so I think growing up in a city like this, uh, you, you you soak that up. You sure. Know, and, you, 
and you also, I mean, you've you've cultivated a a a huge, I think, number of fans here who are many of whom I heard from today when they they heard you were going to be on the show and saying, "Oh, give her my best." I said, "Well, send her an email." She's not hard to get a hold oh, of. Uh, LibbyYork.com, one of the great, one of the great uh, internet addresses I've ever come across. Tell me before I, I play, I'm going to play a couple tunes uh, of yours, but tell me more, Libby, about this new CD of yours. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm going up to uh, Michigan to, to master it uh, in a couple weeks. It was actually recorded uh, with Rodney Whitaker, the great bassist who's uh, head of the jazz department at Michigan State. And Randy Napoleon on guitar, who I met here at the Jazz Showcase when he was uh, working there um, with Freddie Cole, who he mm. toured with for a long time. Um, and so it's it's almost soup. We're almost ready to to get it get it out of the studio, and that's uh, been exciting. And I should mention the the musicians I have with me at the Winters and at. Epiphany Center. It's uh, Pete Benson on piano, Clark Summers on bass, who works a lot with Kurt Elling, and a George Flutus on drums, who's just been playing everywhere. I've been back a couple weeks, and I think I've already seen them in three or four gigs. So <laughs> these are really excellent, you know, excellent Chicago musicians. What is the name of your new CD? Well, that's still to be determined. Okay. Um, the working title is Moonray because mm-hmm. that's one of the songs that we love that's on it. Uh, but that could change. So, in about a month, I'll probably have more to tell you about. Uh, oh, good. I'll have you back that. out, and, I, and I'll have you in the Great. studio because I would love, yeah. love to see you. Uh, LibbyYork.com is the is the website, and we'll give you all the information and. There's some things now. The Epiphany Art Center on May 18th, Winter's Jazz Club on June 8th, Fourth Press. How do you like playing the Fourth Press? You've Fourth Presbyterian Church on right across the street from the Hancock Building on Michigan Avenue. How do you like playing singing in a church? I I love you know that's outdoors in yeah. the marsh. They call it the garden, and it's a home church. My mom was a member there for many oh. years, and. Uh, so, yeah, I have a lot of friends that, that'll show up to that. So, yeah, I love playing there. It's just such a beautiful space. Well, Libby, and, it sounds uh, like you, yeah. have, you have weathered the pandemic in, in great style and with great, and with great energy, and I know you're going to be uh, energized to just sit there and, 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 and look at people and see people. And you get... <laughs> Real you, you, people. Yeah, but you feed off... I mean, I've seen you feed off... Of the energy of of a crowd in a club, there's no question, correct? And that's what I think partly what I'm finally getting really comfortable uh, with an audience, you know, and and uh, having fun with an audience, and that that takes a while, or it did me, um, to get to that point. But now it's just a joy, you know. Uh, and we music is so therapeutic; we all need it, and uh, no it's question. Healing. I feel. Mm. Healing. Yes, it yeah. is. Libby, I'm glad you're home. I'm glad you're home. I'm glad you're playing again. I'm glad you're singing again. I'm glad you have a new CD. Uh, I'm going to play, when I say goodbye to you, I'm going to play some of Thanks for the Memory. And then even Great. after, even after 
the news, I will play another song of yours, just so people can get, you can get your fill of, uh, you can really get your fill of Libby, but you can get more at the Epiphany Arts Center May 18th, Winter's Jazz Club June 8th, 4th Press August 26th, Winter's again in September, and her calendar will fill up. Go to LibbyYork.com. Libby, it's always great to talk to you. You too, Rick. Thanks a lot. My pleasure.